0: Pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 Shows Taught Me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me Was not filmed before live studio audience
1: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson Sarah, how are you?
2: Jess, I am doing so well because I am about, gosh, at the very least 10 years out from ever having to worry about a final exam. And my life is so much better now that I don't even have to think about that type of stuff
1: uh yeah that's fair um we we predicted you know when we heard this episode was going to be titled finally we were like okay it probably is too soon for felicity to be having sex but like oh finally her and nola get together finally this finally that no it's just freaking finals week which i gotta say i didn't need the secondhand anxiety of finals week you know because i remember that time and how stressful it was especially the little countdown timer it's like oh 36 hours still finers. 30 hours it's like all right all right i get it already it was yeah. almost finals
2: it's very uh the show 24 where there's a <laughs> constant clock on the horizon yeah. who needs
1: that i don't need that stress in my life you know no
2: no and i have such hot takes about libraries in general and that's why we had to invite on our special guest today todd the librarian todd how are you
3: I'm doing well. I would say the most triggering thing for me wasn't the finals. It was Felicity going, Felicity Nell going, let's go to the stacks and knowing why they were going to the stacks. That's the triggering
1: thing. For <laughs> me in- uh, yeah. Todd is like, don't you desecrate my house of worship. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I think that libraries are great places.
2: I am a uh, library patron. However, I think it is so annoying when people shush in the library because I think, in my professional opinion, that shushing is more distracting than the actual whispers.
1: Okay, I will agree with you if you're not in a room that is specifically designated as a quiet room. If you weren't in a no-talking room, you should not be talking, and people should shush you to shame you for, for talking. <laughs>
3: Todd, where you
1: stand, though? <laughs>
3: It's, um No, surprisingly, very little of my job has ever required me to shush anyone. It's a uh, kind <laughs> of a, it's not as big a thing in libraries now as it once was. And plus most libraries now will have like a quiet floor as opposed to the whole library being a quiet place. Uh, public libraries mm. might be a little bit different, but I think the idea of a library as this place that is just completely stone cold quiet all the time is a thing
2: of the past. Uh, yeah i would yeah. say
1: get over it
2: <laughs> like literally just get over it
1: like, i also just feel like if i was really having to study really really hard for a final um i would not go to a public place like i would stay in my room to study because i would be so distracted by everyone around me well
2: you could have a roommate that's like just a total heathen to uh with you. To that's fair <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> yeah but i know i just feel as though I remember my days of going to the library in college, and it was like a party zone over there. We got full meals brought over. We had the coffee at the Starbucks. We were there until like 1 a.m. It was basically like a rager at the library.
3: Yeah, there's just been like a, whenever I first started working in libraries to so now there's been a big relaxation on the idea of food and drink and things libraries. So when I first started working uh, full time in academic library uh, in Oklahoma, we would not be open twenty four hours all the time, but during finals week we would be open twenty four hours, kind of like they mentioned on on Felicity's episode, and I would. You, if you want to work like the 24 hour shift, you would get extra money. And so you would have to like put your name in for a lottery to get picked to be one of the lucky few who got to work the, the, that shift. So I got to work a few times. but a big part of my job, which is like walking up and down the floors, making sure people weren't eating food. That was like the big thing. Are you big- kidding me? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Todd, Not you're such anything. a narc.
1: Is it because they would get like grease on the books? Like, what was the, yeah. the concern? Yeah, I mean, okay. basically,
3: that was the idea: is that you know, if you people are just eating food in the stacks, they're going to be. Let's uh, be honest, college students don't necessarily clean up after themselves, and so.
0: Fair,
3: yeah. I, uh My my favorite story of that. So that I'm like walking by this group of. of students and one of them's like has just gotten this bag of chips out of his bag getting ready to open it up and i'm walking by I'm like hey guys there's there's no food in the library and like, oh, oh sorry, sorry. And they put it away and i walk and i'm just I'm barely out of sight and i hear the bag open
2: <laughs> and i went back I'm
3: like guys you could have waited until i left the floor you know you could wait till i was out of earshot before you did that i mean
2: come on so then did you kick them out like what's the repercussions of eating the library
3: uh, I didn't kick him out. No, I just like, you know, I knew I was going to admonish them and I was going to leave and they were going to get the food out again. I mean, there's not a whole lot I could have done, really. I would have had to, like called, you know, I could have asked them to leave. I would have had no real power. I would have had to call a security person to get him out. I definitely didn't want to do that. Really just, it was going on, just trying to keep people under control, make sure they weren't destroying things, weren't making messes. Like just remind them, you know, hey, yeah, this is not your bedroom this is not your dorm room this is a place that needs to be like kept in
1: reasonable shape yeah well we'll get into that because we're we're spending the majority of this episode in the library so it's very it's perfect that you're here todd um but of course we start off the episode with felicity doing her little recordings to sally who may or may not be real um and she's like okay we kissed nolan i kissed but neither of us knew what it meant. And then we get this really awkward scene, Sarah, where like Noel and Felicity are just staring at each other for like a solid 20 seconds before either of them says anything. Maybe they're doing a staring contest. <laughs> are you good at staring contests, Sarah? I think I was back in my heyday. My eyes are really dry, so I don't I think I suck at them. I could probably beat you in a staring contest. Well, we're not going to test that on the podcast because it sounds like terrible podcasting. Yeah,
2: that's uh, definitely a visual medium. <laughs> Actually, it's probably a medium for nobody, but uh, they I can are... a
1: commentary on it. I'm
3: sure that would be. Oh, thrilling. there we
2: go. See, genius. That could work. Uh, yeah. So they are. I don't know. Like They're just like two little awkward kids in a room. I feel like they are just overthinking this to death because you don't really have to. Yeah establish what you are and what you're doing just enjoy this is this is the
1: millennial time though right like this is what i think is very funny about going back and watching a show from the 90s is nowadays and i i'm gonna sound like such a like grandmother but like it's like nowadays kids don't like dtr so quickly it's Mm. kind of like you hang out you go on some dates you kiss a little bit you do some library making out you know Mm. you don't necessarily need to like define the relationship immediately But basically, that's what they're trying to do. They're like, we need to figure out what we are. Um, And unfortunately, they get interrupted immediately by Noel's mom. It turns out uh, Noel's uncle, Kenny, is in the hospital. They don't know if he's going to make it. Um, and one of the moments I almost died at Todd immediately out the gate was when he's like, "Oh, he has um, he has necrophilia," and Felicity's like, "He sleeps with dead people." I don't know. Who confuses
3: apocalypse and necrophilia? I mean, come on, no. no.
1: What a
2: dingbat! And he got into NYU? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so wait, so what happened? Uncle Kenny was driving and he hit a chicken truck. A yes. truck with chickens.
1: He because he has narcolepsy, so he fell asleep while he was driving. Fell he had a asleep. chicken truck, and now he's in a coma.
2: Did anybody ask how the chickens were? Like honestly, truly, like nobody Definitely not. No we, one cared about the chickens. We just care about Uncle Kenny. This is I mean a sounds crime. like it.
1: It's a crime. <laughs> uh, but Felicity is very quickly like, no, don't worry about me. Like, go figure this out. We'll figure it out once you get back. And Nola's like, okay, but like, don't leave while I'm gone. And This is where I started. Okay. Noel, I'm very hot and cold with, and mostly because Scott Foley is so good looking. Like that's mostly the redeeming quality that he has for me, Todd. But I immediately get annoyed with him when he's so like desperate and like not controlling, but like a little too eager where he's like, okay, don't move, which, okay. Valid concerns with Felicity, I guess. Um, and he says, uh, don't transfer to a different college. Don't, uh, what did did she say? Don't forget your RA who's me. Um, and doesn't he also say something about like, yeah, don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. Sir, we haven't DTR'd yet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The, uh the don't hook up on Ben was like the the only one that's like really unforgivable everything else is like because everything up at that point is just kind of like goofy like like the response is like she's like don't she's forget like,
0: me don't how forget-. can she's I like, ever
3: yeah although she's like I won't She's like oh the correct answer is couldn't but we'll accept that one I like there's like a little yeah. flirty banter that was all fine and then he had like the don't hook up with Ben, and she's like I-, I won't like okay if it hasn't happened yet Noel it's not gonna happen while you're gone I mean just just chill
2: it's one of those jokes that are not really a joke because it's something that you're insecure about. So he's making yes. this joke that he's like actually like it makes me a little bit uncomfortable that I'm leaving you here with um or know that you're going off to California with Ben and I'm going to be here. So he's like clearly insecure about it and he is just like I don't know like you know what they say they say that like most jokes have a a truth like yeah
1: a bit of truth in them a bit of
2: truth in them and I think that he's like genuinely a little worried that without his eyes on her then she might like go back to liking Ben which I don't think that she will maybe maybe not maybe she will
1: well we'll talk through it because they do have like A tiny moment, but yeah, yeah, I think for right now, I think she's pretty loyal to Noel at this point, but it turns out like they thought it was just going to be a couple of days and then suddenly it's been a week and a half and he's been gone. And it's really interesting because this time, felicity is very self-assured right we just had the opposite sarah where we talked about felicity's freaking out she's like oh what do you think it means like noel has been acting differently towards me because hannah's here and blah 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 at this time julie's like aren't you freaking out and felicity's like no nah, i'm fine
2: i wonder if that's because she doesn't <sighs> like she's not worried about him that he's oh no I don't know. He's
1: not going to date someone else while he's visiting home, dealing with a sick relative, you know?
2: Yeah. There's that. And then
1: also like she already,
2: like he just left his girlfriend to be with her. Like, I think that she has like a lot of confidence in Noel's interest in her. So Mm -hmm. I think that there's less for her to be anxious about, but also, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just think that a lot's changed for her in the last month. which I assume it's been a month-ish.
3: My big thing of the scene is, Julie, why are you encouraging Felicity to freak out? This is the first time in her entire college career Felicity is not freaking out about something. Let her be calm. Julie, come on.
1: (laughs) I know, Julie's really ramping her up. She's like- uh yeah she's like but there are basic questions like are you dating and felicity's like i don't know can you see other people what expectations do you guys have and she's like i don't know and she's like what what about being the rebound girl and she's like i'm not the rebound girl and also can i just say now that we know what we know about the end of the episode is there is julie fishing is she like hey but are you allowed to see other people because like maybe I want to hit Ben? Uh yeah. I mean, like I kind
2: of like read that the same way, Jess, where it was like she I think that she was waiting until um Felicity had interest, like total interest in somebody else. And then she was just like, Okay, she is not interested in Ben. This op- and she's dating Noel. This opens up the door for me again. And I think like asking those questions of like making sure that like the coast is clear, so to speak, is definitely like part of Julie's motivation in all of this. Yeah.
3: What
1: do you think, Todd?
3: I hadn't even thought about that before. That's a really interesting uh, idea, though. Uh, I don't know if that was necessarily forefront in Julie's mind, but I think it's probably might be like percolating uh, underneath.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, obviously, there's also, like, the friend angle of, like, oh, but I'm just curious. Like, what's going on? Well, Noel crashes through the door. <laughs> he's, like, carrying bags. He's sweating. He took the stairs because he was so impatient. And Julie, such a good friend. She's like, let me get out of your hair. I have things to do. I have books to read. And Noel's, like, super subtle. And she's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Go, go kiss. You're welcome.
3: <laughs> yeah. I really... I know there are a couple of things that Noel does this episode that kind of annoy me, but overall, I really like Noel in this episode. I think his sense of humor is like really at the forefront uh, throughout the whole episode. Like this whole exchange here, and there she's like, he's like, that wasn't real subtle, you know, and she's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can, you're welcome. And then he just laughs, you know, but I think there's lots of little moments like that where he's like really funny and reminds me why back in the day when I first watched this, I was definitely team Noel over team Ben.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's the chemistry is there, right? Like he, they almost immediately kiss. They're like making out. It's like no time has passed at all. And and Noel is just like then he he does again. Like the thing that's great about them, Sarah, that we'll hear a lot this episode is that they do have like this very strong base of friendship to start with, right? Like Felicity says, Noel's like my best friend.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that you have experienced this in your relationship. I know that you've talked about it before, but um you like firmly believe that the best relationships start off as friends because there's a really good foundation there. There's trust already built. You know, the person already, you don't have to do that whole, like, what's your favorite color thing. And like, tell me about all your childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Like you can just skip over that. And I think that having somebody that is like, that you're close to, it's, like, it's really nice to kind of skip ahead some of those steps that, like, are just part of, like, the the dating rigmarole, rigmarole that you go through. That yeah. could be, like, a little fatiguing, especially if you are constantly dating. Uh, and I think that it's probably, like, really, really nice for Felicity to finally feel, like, comfortable
1: with somebody that she has interest in. Yeah. And Todd, I don't think the nice thing about Noel is he's, it's always been pretty clear how he feels about Felicity. You know, like he's going to, if she needs reassurance, he's your guy. He's going to give you the reassurance that he is into you.
3: Yeah, definitely. There is no ambiguity here. Uh, there may have been at one point in time, but at this point, there's no ambiguity. She doesn't have to worry or wonder. She doesn't have to obsess. Uh, is what does this mean? Because he is very forthright in his feelings for her.
1: Yeah, and so um, he he starts talking about how like you know he just spent all this time like making funeral arrangements that didn't end up needing to go through because he ended up he's recovering. He's okay. Um, and, and he hasn't spent any time studying. And, of course, because he's an RA, he has, like, additional responsibilities. And so he has all of this work to do. And this is so relatable, though, where he's like, but all I want to do is, like, be around you. Because it's, like, it's a new relationship, Sarah. Like, this is the honeymoon stage where they're, like, just getting to know each other. And all they want to do is just make out a little bit.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't know anything about that, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But – i think that it's the the beginning stages of relationship is so exciting because you don't know where it's going you don't know um it's just like all excitement you're exploring each other's mind body and soul uh so it's like how how can you not just be entranced in all of that and uh, pesky finals are certainly getting in the way. Like that yeah. seems really awful and annoying. So she, uh, they're 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 trying to make through it. Like and apparently they can't even stay in the same room with each other without trying to make out with each other. So I think like ultimately at first they're like, okay, we need some
1: distance. Yeah, they're gonna spend three days apart. They have a pact: three days oh. they're gonna avoid each other, only study. Once finals are over, then they can like hang out, have a discussion. I think my problem with this plan, beyond the fact that they obviously will not be able to stay away from each other, is that, Todd, I feel like I would have unfinished business, right? I feel like I would feel much more settled if you DTR'd first, then maybe like a 10-minute makeout then study for three days or maybe you give yourself a makeout allotment maybe you're like one hour a day is makeout time and the oh, rest of the time you study right because th- the problem is this is very much with like diet culture and stuff and why most diets tend to or like you know changing your food habits tend to fail is you cut out too many things too quickly you got to ease into it so give yourself a little bit of making out for the next three days
3: i mean their makeouts could be like their version of elena's m M&M m system you know a uh, exactly not...
1: reward system time <laughs> yes a reward system genius yes yeah.
3: but i i do agree that especially for noel because noel's the one who's like super concerned about a just defining the boundaries and figure out what things are i can't imagine that he's going to be able to focus on studying as long as this big unanswered question is floating out there so i think it would have made i think they could have you know define the relationship and got okay this is what we are and then studied and things would have gone a lot more smoothly from them
2: yeah yeah uh do you believe in studying todd
3: (laughs) (laughs) um kind of sorta uh i I think it's definitely necessary the the thing with studying for me in college is i was a big crammer
1: Mm, like i would just
3: like cram stuff i would not start studying for my finals to like 24 hours beforehand. It'd be like almost next impossible for me to make myself start studying until like almost time for the final. Then I would just cram study and I would do great on the test, but then by the next day I would forget it all. So I think like long-term studying is better trying to like actually learn the material. Uh, but this like cramming studying, uh, it's going to get you an A on the test maybe, but you're not going to retain the information.
2: Oh, no, no, absolutely not. I, I I, still think that studying is a scam. I think that's a waste of time, to be honest.
1: Anyway, uh, over to, to Ben and Sean's apartment, where Sean's latest scheme. Okay, Sean has an idea. He says, listen, everyone's studying. For the next couple of days, the library's open 24-hour a day. People need to survive. And you know what they need to survive? Freaking fruit. Okay, here's the thing. While I'm not doubting the scientific stuff behind what Sean is saying, college students don't give a single shit about what stu- studies are saying. You know what they want? Quick snacks out of a vending machine. They want processed food. Like you're way better off buying, going to Costco, getting a huge thing of like individually packaged chips and going around and trying to sell those. I just don't think fruit is the thing that kids are going to want to buy. Uh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Sean uh, doesn't have a great grasp on a, uh, what people actually... He talked about how he knows all about supply and demand, and yet, and yet, I think he has a very a, a imagined view of what demand is from anyone for any of these products. I don't think any product that we've seen him go for so far something that people actually would want
1: yeah i just think like this okay so we've had we've had the kodiak vending machines we've had the marzipan boxing people um we've had like that drinking game he made uh and now we have this and I don't, th- this isn't very high up for me. Like, I just don't know that you're gonna get the money you think you're going to with fruit.
2: feel I- like I'm a shark tank guy.
1: Oh, you're out?
2: <laughs> yeah. I think that for this, the profit margin is not going to be worth it because yes. fruit is expensive. And even if uh, you're buying the fruit at... Let's say well in this day and age, fruit like a bag of cara cara oranges from Costco is $5.99 for like eight to ten. Um and then you sell it for a dollar. So that means that you're making, I don't know, like eight dollars to ten dollars and you're buying for $5.99, which means that your profit is only what like three. Dollars is that worth it?
1: I don't think that the business is worth it. Yeah, I don't think the money's there, especially when we ask ourselves, when the fuck is Sean studying? If this is what he's doing with his time around finals, you know, like he's not gonna have any time to study either. Um, well, so that's that's ahead, the Tom. question.
3: Is is Sean even in college right now? I don't well,
1: that's a good question. <laughs> never I, of- I never thought I about just, it. He's in an apartment, he's not he's not in the yeah. dorms, yeah. Yeah.
3: Because he says he he de- he's the one that they they're renting the place from. It feels like he's the, like the one that his name is on the lease and all. Right. He's always coming up with these business ideas. but says all we never hear him talk about class. You only hear him talk mm. about his business ideas. You'd hear him talk about how he went to like this summer course at Harvard later on. But that's like the only time he ever says anything about college i don't think sean is actually in college taking classes at this point in time
1: oh interesting okay well i okay. can't wait to
2: how learn more about that bizarre would that be if you like go to school and you think that you like go to class with somebody and then lo and behold you're like wait a minute you don't even go to school like what do you do how yeah. do you how do you pay your rent like where do you What's going on with you but i guess the thing is is that um i guess he makes it work but also he's he's very concerned about uh ben making rent i don't know i think that this is not like the worst idea that's ever existed like there's literally people in new york city that sell cut up mango on the streets and i guess make enough money to like live their lives but I'm still I still think I'm highest on the um, the boxers as long as the marzipan. Do, and if yeah. you do more, yeah, if do you more do more with it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's still my favorite invention, but
1: I like his creativity. Well, we're, I'm sure we're going to get more of it. Um. So then we see Felicity and Elena are studying together. And Elena has this M&M system where like she rewards herself as she's studying, which I love a system and I love a rewards-based system because this is how I honestly live my life kind of on a day-to-day. Like as an example, uh, because I binge a lot of television for podcasting, sometimes there are shows that just aren't jiving with me as much as others. Right. So I'll be like, okay, if I watch two episodes of this show that I'm not as interested in, then I'm going to reward myself with an episode of Felicity. So I still kind of, I honestly did this exact same thing a couple of days ago. Like this is still a thing I do to myself. Felicity is your
2: reward
1: i mean in this situation it was yeah i love felicity (laughs) it
2: kind of feels like a punishment (laughs) at times
1: (laughs) this episode was fun though especially after we watched thanksgiving we were very high on felicity so i was very excited to watch the next episode because it was called finally and i feel like i've been tricked anyway i thought uh, you tricked yourself probably yeah we did this to ourselves todd what do you think of elena's system that she has going on
3: i i like the idea of like rewarding yourself uh i think that's like a good way to keep motivated uh you know good mm-hmm. uh, positive reinforcement so i think i think there's some merit to it and I i just love elena in this whole episode there's so many great looks that she gives as felicity and ben and noel are all running around just so many times yeah. she's like gives a look that makes you know like yeah she just can't believe anything that's going on from these crazy people uh yeah. love elena
1: I will say the thing that I think is overboard for me and like the kind of studier I am was the timer. Like, no, thank you, ma'am. I'm not gonna be under a timer. Like, we're not, we're not bringing timers out into this equation. Bring M Ms, definitely, but no timers. Um, so Felicity, though, is sidetracked, and I, I'm like girl why do you care but she can't help it she she gets she has to involve she's a meddler she's a Badinsky. she can't help herself she sees this guy over there and he's like reading sports illustrated and listening to music <laughs> she's very bothered that he's not studying <laughs> and todd would you like to say who this man is i don't know if sarah i don't know if sarah would recognize him
3: yeah uh, i i At first, it's like, he's familiar. How do I know him? Where do I know him? I had to look it up because it's much younger and no facial hair. But this guy played Scott, Paula's husband, on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
1: Yeah. So he is in, I mean, I've seen him in other things, too. Like, he's around, you know? He's an actor who's kind of around, especially in the 90s. Um, But, yeah, he, like, (laughs) she goes up to him and she's just like, um what's going on? Like, why, why aren't you studying? And <laughs> this guy is like, oh, I take antidepressants. And, and he not only takes antidepressants, but he's like, it's actually something I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> and Sarah, literally, if someone targeted me and was like, I need to talk to you specifically about yeah. antidepressants, that would push me over. The-
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't push you to the antidepressants that he's trying to sell.
1: <laughs> I mean possibly, but like no I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm on antidepressants, all right? LexaPro for the win. Um, no amount of antidepressants, even when I was in college and I I, you know, didn't know about the the loveliness of SSRIs and uh <laughs> and therapy, um, there is no amount of antidepressant that would have been like, I don't need to study for finals. Woo, Lucy. You yeah, see, absolutely not.
2: I agree with that. I think that my complaint is if this guy wants to be selling drugs on the campus, he should really get into the Adderall business and not the Lexapro business because he would make bank trying to sell Adderall. Not saying that, no, I you know I'll well, just is say, he even trying I, to sell
1: them. That's where I was very confused by what his intentions no. even
2: were. No,
3: he's he's trying to unless it gets referral costs from like referring people to Doctor Carlisle yeah. like his psychiatrist. No, he's just like, yeah, I've seen you around. You always wear sweaters. You seem a little intense. And then he just tries to like to give her a pill, like the lighter the pill, the lighter the mood. He does say that he, he just said that he's on antidepressants. He says he's on a heavy regimen of antidepressants. I think this guy yeah. is taking. Way too many way pills Yeah, yeah, too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's that too much.
1: That's just fair. On a
3: normal thing. It's
1: just funny to me that I'm like, I can only imagine the rumors that were flying about about Felicity, like, like her stalking the guy all the way to New York. You know, so I kind of understand where he's coming from because how many times Sarah have we said, you know, Felicity needs therapy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she needs some help. But I just thought it was so funny, and at the same time, so awful to have a stranger <laughs> be like you need antidepressants here well, have a yeah meal. i think
2: you said it best like obviously the rumor mill is buzzing about felicity and all the shenanigans that she goes into um i don't but <laughs> i think that it is uh very it's it's funny and i mean like i too, I'm, i gotta say like i do think that felicity could use some therapy there's nothing wrong about antidepressants, but I don't think this guy uh, should be uh, trying to diagnose her with anything, but yeah, yeah. he's probably a psychiatry major and that is something that they do like to do. So,
1: yeah, yeah, not to um, generalize,
2: but I mean, like literally they they're like, oh, like I, I think I know what's wrong with you. And then they try to say so yeah. they don't know anything.
4: Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.
1: So then we go to Noel, who is starting to unpack his bag. Turns out it's not his bag. I need to know who the hell's bag this was, Tad, because we have feather boas and an Elmo doll in it.
3: Yeah it's uh quite a quite an interesting assortment <laughs> of things in this bag uh and this has been around the time when tickle me elmo was like a big thing too so it probably was a actual tickle me elmo uh doll so yeah it's
2: yeah it's something <laughs> it's gotta be megan's bag right
1: that's something that she would have. She's a Tickle simple. Me Elmo and a Feather Boa? Yes. She, she... would have – no, she, her Tickle Me Elmo would be like Sid from Toy Story. Like, she would, like, take off parts and add other parts to it. <laughs> like, oh there's no gosh. way this would be staying intact.
2: Ugh, I can um, see that, but I don't like it.
1: And then something happens where I'm like, I immediately would never want to be an RA, which is someone just coming in and being like, oh, I have a vinyl. Can you help me get out of it? Like, that's not his job.
2: Do we even know what his job is, though? Anything is his job at this point. I mean, point. his job
1: is to not hook up with his advisees, which he does not. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So this
2: seems like a thankless job.
1: Uh, definitely. He he has the wrong bag. He you know realizes he has the wrong bag. And at the same point in time, he's like, why does it smell like the 4th of July? What is going on? He goes into this guy Richard's room. And this man, this stupid idiot. This dumb ass motherfucker is going to burn this whole fucking building to the ground by having an open flame barbecue cooker grill, like a charcoal grill, cooking food in his dorm room.
3: Oh, wow. I think that's a good idea.
1: (laughs) I I was aghast, Todd. I was like, I would punch this idiot in the face because he needs it. He really does. And I don't usually say violence is necessary, but this guy's a moron.
3: Uh, welcome to the cast, Richard. Uh, Jess is going to love having you around. This is a uh, guy that
1: continues to be on the show? He's not just a one-off character? Are you kidding? Oh my fucking god, I've had to deal with this moron even more. Oh, this is such terrible news. He's such an idiot. Uh, Look.
3: Yeah, this is uh, maybe not the best introduction for the character, but uh, yeah, this is not great. This is not great at all.
1: I I literally, uh, for anybody who thought that was a bit, like, I had zero clue that this man was going to be a recurring character. I thought he was going to be like Pauline or whoever we just met. That is just a one-off. But apparently.
2: Didn't we hear that somebody's favorite character was coming on this episode? (laughs)
0: Is it this guy?
3: I would say yeah. I wouldn't have said anything, but but Richard's name has come up in some of your emails. Uh, a, oh, really yeah, like okay. Richard has been mentioned a couple of times. Uh, this I
1: mean, I have a terrible memory, so this is favorite like, character, Jessica, well, and you're him calling him like an a idiot. Guy, he he has a charcoal grill inside, billowing out smoke. Food is expensive, and the
2: he was putting the charcoal grill outside. And, you know, the cost of living in this day and age in New York is very expensive. And he's just trying to be frugal and cook his own food and not spend like 20 bucks
1: at the food hall. It's ridiculous. Richard's just like, Oh, I didn't even think about it. I'm hungry. And Noel's like, I'm going to report you to student council. Like this is terrible. And One and thing. Noel's, I think Noel has also been like pushed to his limits as well because of everything that happened where he hasn't studied for his finals. All he wants to do is make out with Felicity. He picked up the wrong bag at the airport. Like all of this stress is finally culminating in him being like, I'm going to report you, you dumbass."
2: You know what? He deserves to be reported back. You report me, I report you, motherfucker. I'll get <laughs> well, you.
1: Well, it all seems to work out in the end, but yeah. Um, and then Felicity is like intrigued by uh uh Elena's system. And I love Elena being like, Oh, first you mock the system, now you want the system.
3: <laughs> I I love that. Just I love the line, I love her delivery of it. And it was like, I didn't mock the system, which to be fair, she didn't. She was asking about it, but
2: yeah. I you know, I don't want the system because it's just regular M&Ms. If you're going to do this system, why not get the peanut butter M&Ms? Like, let's Did Take they have the here? peanut butter
1: M&Ms back then?
2: Oh, I'm sure. I am sure. What year? did peanut know. butter m ms come by you know the best peanut butter i mean the best m ms 1989 the oh, right, been out. yes okay. the uh peanut butter m ms are as old as myself and taylor swift there you go you're welcome if anybody is like oh 1989 wasn't a good year it was the best year yet idiots because we got peanut butter m ms <laughs> it
1: was the best year yet idiots it was it was the best year um so this is when Noel comes in and he's like, so I have the wrong bag. I'm missing everything. All my notebooks, all my notes for my classes, everything. Uh, all I have is this bag with a feather boa and an Elmo. Um, and so he's like, now I have three days to write an essay exploring the themes of great expectations. Um, This doesn't seem great for noel at all also great expectations I'm surprised is being taught in college not gonna lie why because I thought it seems more like a high school level book is it really I don't know it just felt like that to me maybe not <laughs> I mean <it> definitely <laughs> is- things
3: that are taught in high school that are also taught in college and Dickens is I mean, if you're taking a class on Dickens for example you're gonna be like reading through That's all fair. of his different stuff so
1: yeah but Felicity offers to help she's so generous. She's like, I can help you. Don't worry. And he's like, Oh, you have time to do like your stuff and help me with my stuff. And she's like, Yeah, of course. Like I could totally help you. And it's and I love, I love the look on Elena's face mm-hmm. when they're having this conversation. Cause Elena knows better. Elena's a smart cookie. She's like, there's no way they're not going to be making out.
3: Yeah, like but- I said, Elena's looks through this whole episode are just chef's kiss.
1: I just love that Lena is like no
2: bullshit. Like we got business to do at all times. Like she's on- the only one there that's actually there for school.
1: <laughs> she doesn't get caught up in the bullshit like a lot of other people. No, do.
2: and she can't because he, she was on scholarship, and now it's yeah. like she got this um, this like uh, grant from uh, this f- successful female black doctor, and it's just like I'm not going to waste this opportunity on bullshit like the rest of these kids do i'm here for work i'm going to be a doctor and then i'm eventually yep. going to pay it forward so she's got some important stuff going on also what happened to blair did we get rid of blair
1: who the hell's blair Ugh, the tin man <laughs> the Tin man oh sorry <laughs> uh maybe i don't know because he, he hasn't been around
2: mm, okay she's he- busy Okay, I guess she's too busy for a boyfriend, of course. she's too busy for Blair. Understood.
1: How do we feel about this? um, We go to Black and we have like, oh, we're in the library. It's 8 o'clock p.m., 36 hours until finals. How do we feel about this ongoing kind of update on how long until finals?
3: I really enjoyed it. And this is the reason why I wanted to be on for this episode, actually, was the finals of it all. Because when I first saw this episode, I wasn't that far removed from college. and it really is like i remember watching this going this captured like the feeling of freshman year finals better than anything else i'd ever seen like it captured like the college experience for me in ways that felt like very truthful it's just like the amount of stress and people studying but like yeah. the personal lives get in the way and trying to deal with all of that i felt like this episode really did a great job of encapsulating that feeling and i was like really impressed with this episode when it first aired uh this and another episode that comes to later season that is another one i wanted to be on for but someone else had already claimed it uh good on you whoever you are uh but there, there's another one that later on the season i am sure'll be like sending in voicemail about because it also like really captured part of my college experience like just really well and that was like the big reason i wanted to talk about this uh was because i really liked this i really like the the pressure the looking at the clock and realizing how long you have have until you have to take this test and the thing is see I was not someone who stressed out about finals that much for the most part I, uh I, my, my very first semester, freshman year I did stress out about my chemistry final because I had a horrible grade in my chemistry class and I needed to make a good grade so I could like you know keep my GPA up because much like Elena I had scholarships and if I didn't have scholarships I would not be at school mm-hmm. uh so I was like trying to keep those good grades up but also, like I said, I'm someone who just like would cram 24 hours beforehand for most things. But I knew other people for I had one class in college where people were writing sample essays and going to the professors and asking them beforehand would this oh one, with this. And and I'm just like, what is wrong with <laughs> him? Mean, granted, it was, an, before. it was yeah. an honor. Postium, I was in the honors dorm, you know, I was in there with a whole bunch of like other nerds like me, but they're they're nerds who are overachievers. I wasn't an overachiever, I was an achiever. I knew what I needed to make to get my A, and that's what I would like do the math to figure out okay, if I make a 40 on this final. I can keep my A, so I'm not going to worry about it. I don't need to make an A on the final because I'll have an A in the class. Whereas other people, they have to get the, the highest grade. That was not me. As an honor student, that was not me, uh, even remotely. But I knew people who were so stressed out about this sort of stuff. It was just like it just like sitting there in the same room with them. They're like, okay, okay, it's a li- little much, little much. <laughs>
1: I probably fell into the stressed out category, not to the point where I'd be like writing sample essays or anything like that, but certainly even watching this episode, I will say like the, the timestamps of like this many hours to go, this many hours to go was super effective in bringing me back to that place of like being very stressed about finals. I think I am the kind of person who I hit a wall at a certain point where once I've studied for a certain amount, I I just can't anymore. I cannot bring myself to be, especially like, you know, the people who are like last minute studying right before the test. I can't do that. Like I'm not studying the morning of the test. It's, it's too stressful for me. I feel like it's not doing me any more good than any other studying I've done. Um, but yeah, I think that the time cards are really effective in, in making you feel that internal pressure, that anxiety of, oh my gosh, finals. And I have not done a final in very, very many years. Um, but we get to see a little bit of like a montage of all these people in the library studying and, uh, and then we have Nolan Felicity (laughs) and she's trying to help him and all he could talk about is oh my god the way you smell i keep forgetting things i learned in high school which is a cute line sarah it's a cute line i mean they have really good chemistry
2: and i do enjoy um watching them and it's very very cute and uh, of course they're just like really not able to concentrate no, on... but I mean, you, how
1: would you be able to? They're sitting six inches apart. Like, their faces, you could feel someone's breath on your face when you're sitting there. Oh, close.
2: sexy. Uh, I don't know. The pheromones be
1: pheromoning.
2: I, I think that there they're just like, so magnetized to each other. I I understand. It's okay.
1: I love this so much because of, again, if it was just them making out, I wouldn't be as interested. You know, I mean, again, they have great chemistry and everything. But I died when they start making out and suddenly like the partition walls are like <laughs> shaking and then everyone is like they you go to the shot of like everyone looking around like what the hell is that and they full-on fall onto the floor like what is and and Noel just casually is like oh does anybody have the time <laughs> sloppy sloppy little bitches uh, i loved it i thought it was really cute and it, it does feel like you know this is how it is in the beginning of a relationship you can't keep your hands off each other you know it did feel like true to form in that way um it was just so funny it's like so obvious they're not going to be able to be around each other in a in a platonic way for three days mm
2: uh, we go to, it's now 10, 18 p.m., 33 hours, 42 minutes to finals. They are in the silent reading room. Okay. Yes. To be fair, I didn't realize it was a silent reading room. I guess if you have one job and it's to be quiet, you should probably be quiet. Because there are
1: plenty of, plenty of other rooms where
2: you don't have to be silent. You know sure. what I mean? Right. So Ben and Julie are in their defense talking very quietly. And Ben is really having a hard time studying and absorbing it. And yeah, he's
1: trying to he's trying to study poetry, which we know he's struggled with throughout the season so far.
2: Right. It's boring to him. And also, this is the class that he uh, got kind of fucked over with because of Felicity.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he really needs to do well here. Um, again, he keeps getting, he keeps getting shushed, and he, you know, he's like he can't figure out how to get through this. Um, and then we go to a third floor reading room. We have thirty three hours and twenty six minutes until final until the finals. Um, and uh, Felicity is reading Noel uh, from Great Expectations, and like he's obviously not. Paying attention, Todd, because he again Scott Foley is a really wonderful in that like you can tell he's just totally just mystified by Felicity and he can't he can't pay attention to words that are coming out of her mouth because he's probably just staring at her mouth.
3: Oh yeah, just like big puppy dog puppy love eyes, just like completely mm-hmm. smitten. Not even there, and she's like, "Are you listening to me?" He's like, "Hey." we're here to study not to flirt mm-hmm. so cut it out okay <laughs> which made me laugh him yeah. like I'm like <laughs> trying to turn the tables on her even though hey, it's obviously it was him and i do want to mention one thing before we move too far away from it i would my one of the things i love about this episode is when ben and julie are in the silent study room talking their subtitles there are big yeah. subtitles which, which pays off great later on in the episode but i like to set up here like, anytime angels in the the room and whispering you have the subtitle showing up so you just wanted to tee that up because it yeah. plays off amazingly later on
1: yeah so um of course they're like all right well we're really not getting anything done anyway maybe let's go up to the stacks and ju- just make out for an hour and my like they're not even subtle they they run they run out of the library yeah. an
2: hour is a long time for make out though
1: it's too long it's too long i'm just saying like your mouth is gonna be sore like i'm w- are you even having fun after an hour probably not
2: uh so uh they they but they go out they go to
1: what like another part of the library what's called? the stacks yeah i need to know the, the lore behind the stacks the stacks
3: the the stacks is basically just where the books are. You know, the stacks are like the shelves with the books. Got it. And so that, okay. that's the stacks. And you go to the stacks, you're going out just away from like the study spaces. You're actually going into the, the area where the books are, are housed on the shelves.
1: Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Well, they're they're making out. And unfortunately for them, they get caught by none other than barbecue boy himself, Richard, who sees them making out. And he looks and he's just like, wait a minute, you're in, you're the RA don't you're not supposed to be kissing a student. And he's like, I'm going to report your ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it so much. Cause like, I'm going to report you. And they're like, no, I'm going to report your ass and he takes off running. Just and like, he runs great.
1: and then, and then uh, Noel chases him and just leaves. <laughs> hanging
2: absolutely hanging because he doesn't want to get in trouble but also he is he just reported this guy so they have this little like chasing thing and felicity is left in the dust i i think that i don't know like ben needs to just like let it go but i guess he really doesn't want to get in trouble um and we <laughs> we at least that uh they so then now we have Elena with what's his name what's the invention guy's name again sean. sean 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 is selling his fruit and Elena says this is the stupidest fucking invention that you ever came up with it's never gonna work leave my face i have my
1: candy i don't need you she has her m&ms like i said something from a vending machine that's what a college student would buy and i love the line of he says do you know what happens to a body when it's denied vitamin c and she says do you know what happens to a man whose ass i kick <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that I, I, and then like uh sean was like giving her fertility
2: uh, felicity fertility advice and she's like i'm not looking to get pregnant i'm just like looking to study i just
1: want to pass my final <laughs> that's
3: it." <laughs> oh man i like that we now have like two episodes in a row where elena is basically no i guess the other one was like a couple episodes ago but uh, elena threatened to kick people's ass i like that a uh because mm-hmm. she threatened to kick a ass the whole like high school student a few episodes ago honestly so. a lot of
1: these people could use an ass kicking introduce her to richard you know like a lot of these people need ass kickings um so i love so sean leaves uh, and Elena is like, I love Elena too. She's like, I don't have a ton of time. I'm busy studying, but I do have a single moment to be like, Hey, you guys boning yet? <laughs> well, she asked last time in science class. I, I love it so much. Felicity's like, as if I would tell you if there was any boning involved. And I'm like, stop saying boning, please. <laughs> this is again, this is the same
2: conversation that they already had. This is yeah. like going to be like a copy and paste conversation between the two. Elena
1: is only ever interested if people are boning. That's all she wants to know. She doesn't care about anything else. It's just, are you boning? You fucking, she you wants fucking, to, she wants, to, <laughs> she, she needs the deeds. She does. <laughs> um, and, uh, that's when, that's when Ben comes in and he like walks up to Felicity. He's like, I really need your help. He has like, he's with his poetry stuff. Like he's really struggling. Uh, and he says, I know I'm not the smartest, but I'm also not a moron and elena's like fuck everybody i'm doing my system please leave and of course felicity gets roped into this uh and but ben i mean let's be real sarah ben manipulated felicity perfectly he was like you owe me this this is your fault do you agree do you think absolutely she owes him everything yes because if not for that Feeling greed that he got, he would have gotten a B on that essay. Correct.
2: Yes. So yeah, she owes him. All right. Um, so Todd, what do you think? Like, do you think that Felicity owes him?
3: Yes, definitely. Definitely. She she screwed him over big time.
2: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think that makes sense that she helps him. Um, and she does to her credit, call Noel and leaves a message and tells him where she's going to be at. Because she doesn't know where Noel is because he's still chasing down the Mm -hmm. barbecue guy. Um, And that will come into play a bit later on. But I do think that was good for her to be like, just so you know, this is where I'll be.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting that both Ben and Elena bring up Noel as well, because Ben's like, oh, I saw you studying with Noel. Are you sure he won't mind? And Elena's like, oh, Noel's not going to mind you studying with Ben. And I like that Felicity is like leading with honesty. You know, she's like being very upfront about what she's doing, why she's doing it. And I mean, Noel knows all the information. Noel knows that she like did the whole essay for Ben and all of that. So he should know the guilt she's going to feel. You
2: would think, but I guess like when
1: his like brain chemistry is altered a little bit later,
2: like he kind of forgets uh all of that. Uh he catches up to the barbecue guy and Richard, they, yeah. Richard. they have this barbecue exchange. Dick. Barbecue tech. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they have this exchange uh where he's like, Well, did you report me? And he's like, Well, did you p- report me? And basically, because Noel reported Richard, that means that Richard is still interested in reporting Noel. And yeah. he says he says something really funny. He's like, "I just don't think that I, um, I just don't know that you can like take on the responsibility of being an RA." Like he said something along those lines. Oh which well, I he kind says thought was funny.
1: One of my favorite, uh, very topical lines in this episode is, "Don't take the Clinton defense with me." <laughs> <laughs> it was really good uh but yeah and he says now i'm gonna go buy a hamburger because i'm not allowed to make them myself <laughs> see and he
2: has to spend all this money and now if he he's to go just forth. brought
1: the freaking barbecue grill outside sarah it wouldn't have even been a problem
2: but it looks really cold and it's the end of december
1: then buy a fucking burger like a normal human being it
2: costs a lot of money jessica
1: how much did that grill cost all the charcoal how much is that building gonna cost when he burns it to the ground it's
2: the same thing of if you buy you can teach a fisherman to fish or you can give them a fish. like if he buys a grill then he has endless burgers but if he buys a burger then he doesn't have endless burgers You buy the grill for 50 bucks, then you buy the meat for $6, then you get four burgers, or you can buy a burger every day and then have to spend hundreds on burgers.
1: You know, when I watched this episode, I didn't imagine there would be arguments on the safety of lighting a barbecue grill indoors, Mm -hmm. and yet... Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is that the only issue that I've
2: experienced in college about burning things is people setting, um, pressing the popcorn button on popcorn that made the fire alarms go off all the time, all the time. But I never once heard anything about barbecue burgers.
3: (laughs) Because most people are smart enough not to try to barbecue in their dorm rooms.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, and they're not smart enough not to put the one minute mini popcorn bags into the microwave and press the popcorn button.
1: The thing is, college kids are stupid. They had to ban (laughs) them. Because also, if you're running the mini popcorn bag in the microwave, don't hit the popcorn button. The popcorn button is intended for the big bag. Girlie, I wish that I, like, that
2: you can tell these kids that, but it happens <laughs> all the time. I went, to, I went out, okay, one time the fire alarm went off, and I opened up the door. There was smoke everywhere. You know what the culprit was? The popcorn bags. Yeah. They, no, they got we, banned.
3: We've we had to ban the popcorn uh, from my office because one time someone i think they're trying to hit 60 seconds but they accidentally hit six minutes and then walked <gasps> away as it was going oh
1: no but yeah
3: next thing you know phylum's going off we're all outside like it was actually on fire like it <laughs> the puffer bag was That's actively I'm on fire so yeah yeah. But that. Uh, okay
2: so but has anybody at work ever burned um a place down because of the burgers
3: See, the thing is, you're kind of coming from this, this false assumption that they actually have, like, safely had a barbecue inside. <laughs> it just hasn't happened. No one has even tried to do a barbecue inside. <laughs> they could. Like, oh
1: they could God. try, and it's
3: probably exponentially worse the danger than hitting the popcorn. Button.
1: The problem with this whole conversation is that the listeners don't understand that when Sarah is in her little trolley moods, she has a specific look on her face and Stop. they don't get to see the face when they that's listen to the podcast so <laughs> rude
2: you literally just said that i look like a troll that yeah, that's so exactly mean. what i
1: said yep that's exactly. so mean it's not,
2: it's not nice to cut. call somebody ugly i'm sorry i don't have a pixie face like felicity <laughs> Pixie
1: face. anyway speaking of felicity um <laughs> let's talk about the show again <laughs> where, uh noel is like tr- comes back in and he's trying to look for felicity And Elena's like, oh, you guys don't already have lojacks on each other. (laughs) Which, again, Elena's a queen. I love her. Uh, And she says, oh, she's working with Ben. And Noel, like, obviously is bothered by this. And Elena calls him out for it. And he's like, it doesn't rip me to shreds. You know, I'm much more of a man than you give me credit for. Uh, But she does pass along the message. And I feel so bad for Elena that she has to be messenger woman here. But she's like, she left you a voicemail on your answering machine. Go listen to it.
3: Yeah. But like you mentioned before, it's good that Felicity was like, okay, tell Elena, Elena, when Noel comes looking for me, tell him this information. And then the answer machine is like all the information up front, not trying to hide it, not trying to sneak around. Other shows would have that, oh, I don't want Noel to get upset, so let's not tell him. That would have driven me bonkers. I would have hated yeah. that. But at well, least yeah. she's like up front, and even the machine, she's like, even says yeah, I, uh, I'm helping Ben because, you, you know, I ruined his life with that paper. So I'd like, oh, um, which, yeah, it makes sense. Everything that she's doing makes sense and completely reasonable. So kudos to Felicity for being, you know, thoughtful and logical for once. Yes,
1: yes. Um, And so the more like we flash over to Ben and Felicity who are studying this time in the lounge and she's trying to teach him about poetry, but they get interrupted because a man in the background has hiccups. And this scene was so weird. <laughs> I was like, why? What is, why is this necessary? This why so are weird. hiccups
2: necessary? Hiccups I mean, as so someone annoying. who
1: suffers from hiccups, and when I get hiccups, not only do they last a really long time, they're also very painful. And I tend to get them multiple times in the same day. Um. So I wow. felt solidarity with this poor bald man. What is the scientific
2: reason for hiccups, you know? Like, I think, like, sneezing, you sneeze to get out, like, uh, dust particles in your nose. Like, what's the scientific reason? It's your, reasoning? like,
1: diaphragm or something. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like caught in a pattern or something i honestly i'm not sure
2: oh okay it's,
1: it's just yeah but it's, <sighs> it's bad and they try to give him advice and i want to know if either of you have tried any of these methods yeah, um all where of them. drinking from the opposite side of the glass no, how I've never does it. work what, is, what does that mean it's supposed i think it's
2: supposed to just distract you
1: oh like, okay you're
2: supposed to just like be distracted and like change your rhythm okay maybe
1: um breathing into a paper bag i've not heard of this as a helpful that's, for hiccups
2: i've heard it for like
3: hyper if you're hyperventilating they usually give you a paper yeah. bag
1: but yeah, I that's what i've heard hiccups. it for as well
3: yeah um, very strange ben has this whole thing of like you know hold take a deep breath and hold it and then take a deep breath and hold it
2: that doesn't work mm-hmm. i always try
1: that yeah, that and doesn't ever work for me and um, then felicity's Felicity, says- <laughs> last
3: suggestion it's just bizarre
1: hold a penny between your toes and think of three bald men and then they realize he's bald and they're like oh maybe just two other men (laughs) (laughs) and yourself
2: (laughs) i think once again like the theory of that is like to distract yourself from what's going on maybe
1: i guess i guess yeah i mean whatever but they're like this place is too loud let's go to a different place so they get up and leave (laughs) Um, then meanwhile, Noel is standing and listening to the message from Felicity. Um, and she says that she's, you know, she's gonna be working with him only for an hour. She's gonna be in the lounge, which maybe that was the whole point of the scene is that they can't be in the lounge anymore. They have to move because of hiccup guy. Yeah, he just ruins everything, doesn't he? Seems like it. Um, we get an interesting pairing of Sean and Julie, where like, I guess Julie has nothing better to do than help Sean sell fruit. Um, but it turns out that having a cute business partner is helpful because she uses her womanly wiles to sell fruit.
3: Beautiful girl selling fruit. It goes back to the Bible, he says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then, of course, Noel is like hunting for Felicity. He can't find her. He finds the hiccuping guy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he's like, I mean, he doesn't seem too happy. And of course he runs into Megan.
3: <sighs> I love this. He's like, ask her if she's seen Felicity. He's like, I don't think so. Everyone I've seen has been pretty well dressed.
1: <laughs> 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 Savage is uh, funny. Oh, so funny. So, yeah. So, um, he's like, oh, Felicity was supposed to help me study. And she's like, oh, you need smart powder. Um, and I'm immediately out. I'm immediately out on it and someone trying to sell me something called smart powder. Okay, so what is what is smart powder? What is this stuff? What is it? Some kind of drugs?
2: No. I mean, it's probably
3: it's like some newer. sort of like ginkgo biloba, some sort of homeopathic, you know. Yeah, I guess the issue, like
2: that. I think like it is probably like a natural, um, uh, caffeine of some sort that is probably helps with um attention yeah i've i think i've seen this stuff but ben no Noel has a sensitivity to beets and the the root powder has beet in it which we did hear hannah mention in the last episode so yes. that was like a weird setup but essentially uh, Null's on speed is what I'm <laughs> gathering,
1: is what's happening. That's that's exactly what I thought as well. I'm like, okay, seems like speed. Uh, yeah, I, again, immediately I'm like, is this is a terrible idea, especially taking this from Megan. You know, <laughs> Megan, you know, do you trust her to give you illicit substances? Probably not. It oh, Does he, he know Megan? He's,
3: he's desperate though. He's desperate.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, so he takes, some. Um, um and then uh yeah so sean and julie still selling fruit it's all going well sean's making money perfect yay wonderful noel drinks this smart powder uh it to me looked like pop rocks it sounded like it was pop rocks and i thought at first it was just gonna be pop rocks and it was nothing was gonna happen you know but um no he drinks it uh and like (laughs) kind of seems like immediately it has effects um we we go back to the silent reading room which again i don't know why we are in the silent reading room when ben and felicity must work together um you know doesn't make a ton of sense to me but they're working together and um and they start like cracking up again they get shushed as one does when they're talking in the silent room and again like to todd's point we get all the subtitles about them talking because it's supposed to be quiet and uh and yeah meanwhile we they're like they're having a little joking moment i don't know like todd how did you read this like did you read this as like romantic energy between them or more like a friendly like jovial moment i think
3: there's a moment where felicity looks at ben and it's almost like oh yeah now i remember why i was obsessed with you it's just like the look on her face during like their conversations in this is like very much like "Uh uh-oh she's starting to catch feelings again is like the vibe yeah. that i got off of it
2: no she she's just being friends with ben that's it i think i
1: mean yeah i think i think later we get clarity i think we're in spo- supposed to be a little bit like concerned at this moment i was not concerned okay um noel looks like he's drunk He's, like, bumbling around. He's bumping into people. Um, He is, like, sweating. And Elena immediately is, like, what the hell are you on? (laughs) Just a little beetroot. That's it.
3: Yeah, I like it. He's like, you, know, could you, could you uh, you're you're going to be a doctor. Could you like feel my pulse? And so she like takes his She's like, that's not your heart. <laughs> like-
1: yeah, you're a future doctor, is what he says. <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing to say. He looks like he's like panicking, um, and he immediately goes up to Megan and it's like, were there beats in there? Uh, and she's like, oh, they're roots. I don't know. And he's like, this is what happens though. And I've never heard of this being like a way an allergic reaction looks, where like you start being hyperactive? I don't know. I would I guess I always picture allergic reactions to be more of like the your puffy, you know, throat swelling sort of thing. But he's acting like a maniac.
2: I don't think this is a real thing. I, no, mean, I honestly like don't
3: know. I don't know if it is. I think there can be other kinds of weird allergic reactions, so I'm not going to say it's definitely not, but it's not one I've ever encountered. Um, but my favorite part about this is she's actually he's he like, yells her, stop talking so slowly
1: i <laughs> love that that was i was just gonna say the same thing todd i love and i love her reaction when she just goes whoa It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny uh and yeah so then we get again this i thought was really interesting where we have we go back to ben and felicity studying and Ben is just kind of like looking at Felicity. He's like, oh, hey, like, you know, the reason I asked about you and Noel is because I saw you kissing in the bathroom. And Felicity is like very much taken aback. Like, Whoa, oh, oh, uh, everyone is shushing them again. Um, and he's like, oh, I just wanted to know. I'm just curious. Like, what what are you guys? And it's really interesting. I don't know, Sarah, I want to know how you read this. How did you read this question from Ben? Is, he, is it just honest curiosity?
2: I think in general yes but like maybe I think like there's a part of people like even if they're not interested like their ego gets like a little hurt when like somebody liked you and then they are showing interest in somebody new you're like wait a minute I thought that was like the person that you liked like what what is this like it's a new person but I also think that there's a part of him that's very relieved to not be the subject of Felicity's obsession anymore
1: yeah Todd what do you think I just found it interesting that like he is asking about Noel you know what I mean like and it could just be on a friend level of like hey what's going on in your life but it is interesting to note that he is asking about Noel so Noel meanwhile is (laughs) for actively walking back and forth pacing and staring in at them
2: (laughs) okay he's on crack like (laughs) i don't i don't know what like crazy psychedelic beats this are these are but it's not it's not good like he's freaking out he is yeah he's really freaking out and like he's hype like he's just like really 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 paranoid like he really is kind of i don't know i don't know i don't know any beats i've had beats this has never happened to me i'm allergic to shit it's never happened to me but he is like basically about to murder them and then he comes in and he's just like i don't know so he freaks he just, out he, yeah, yeah he like yells at them he goes uh do you think that you're just gonna i'm just gonna like sit here by myself and let myself get jerked around by you two?" uh and ben's like uh, literally nothing's happening she's just helping me study and then felicity good for her is just like screw you both i need to focus on myself now goodbye everybody i can't handle this anymore
1: well and the funniest part about the whole thing todd is like that right before noel has his outburst felicity is saying to ben like he's like my best friend he's the greatest guy he's so (laughs) level-headed
3: Yeah, like, he's the most level-headed guy you can know. He's always going to keep his cool. That moment, the door gets kicked in, and he comes in yelling. And here's one of my favorite things in the whole episode is the subtitles continue, but now they're all in caps. So he is screaming, and the subtitles and the whispering are now all in caps as
2: he's like... She's supposed to be liking me! <laughs> That's a very funny visual gag that I don't think I noticed the first time around. But now that you see it, uh, now that you yeah. mention it, like I, I see it. Because well, only his he, subtitles are in caps and everybody else's. Well, his and...
1: Case. Mr. Barbecue Dick, who jumps up and is like, You are definitely not fit to be an RA
3: <laughs> Which fair point at this point, Richard. Fair point, you know.
1: Yeah. And he leaves and and poor Noel is just sitting there like, What have I done? And then Ben just starts laughing. <laughs> also really liked because it was really funny so I appreciated that like Ben sees the humor in all of this yeah because he he's in the know he knows how ridiculous it all is so yeah yeah and then we get okay so we get one of our first I mean we've had like one or two interactions between Ben and Noel but not a ton and Ben approaches Noel in the cafeteria and offers him a glass of warm milk and I'm like is he five though is (laughs) he
2: five (laughs) because this seems weird so creepy Oh milk gosh. is just creepy and warm milk is even creepier so they have this talk and ben's like very reassuring that um you know that they are just friends that they were just studying like she really really likes you she was just talking about you and i like that um I really do like that Ben's being comforting to Noel in this moment, especially because he's like, I don't know, Jones saying he's like cracked out over there. Like he's yeah. like moving his knee and he's like eating a sandwich all crazy. Um, yeah. It's really nice that Ben's being reassuring because he doesn't have to. He doesn't
1: owe this guy anything. But but like, tell me you did not get vibes of like, OK, Ben is Dawson and Noel is Pacey and Noel is very insecure about Ben because to his, to what he says, he says, but you're the prize. Like, you're the one that Felicity was obsessed with. Like, it feels very love triangly, Joey Dawson Pacey vibes on, on this part here.
3: Well, I love It's your first band is the unrequited nightmare, which is not something I would normally. That choice of phrasing really, uh, I like, th- wait, did he say what I think he said? Uh, yeah. The, uh, but I, it's a really nice scene, like, you know, because like I said, like, up until now, but the only thing we've seen, like, the two of them interact without anyone else around was basically Noel telling Ben not to hurt Felicity. Like, that's basically all yeah. that we've gotten between the two of them, I and think. And it's always
1: felt, like, competitive. And, like, this didn't feel that way because Ben was saying, she likes you, you know?
3: Yeah, and Absolutely. Ben's been a good guy. He's like, hey, I've seen this sort of reaction before from my track team people. You know, sandwich and more milk, get some stuff in your system, just being like a, a good guy, helping out, trying to calm Noel down. Uh yeah, this is like a probably the most I've liked Ben and most of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there was good stuff in the in the episode, like the second part of the uh episode with Julie. And yes, the, all all that stuff. I think I Ben did like a really good job in that episode as well in a lot of ways. So I think like i I'm growing Ben is growing on me a little bit on this rewatch compared to like the first time i watched the series i was i don't think ever really a big ben fan for most of the show but yeah. here i really like this uh this interaction between them and i like whenever he's like a uh some yeah she says all this nice stuff about you and mill's like you know how long before a uh how long she said before i came in like a total psycho and it's like about three seconds yeah and then they both laugh they both laugh which i like that because like uh, it's releasing the tension and noel sees the how absurd it is, and be, and they had this like really nice kind of almost like bonding moments. Like it's like so possibly they might be able to become friends after this.
1: Yeah. And especially like I thought the editing choices in this episode were really well done. Um, we got one earlier where she's talking about how great Noel is, and then we like flash to him freaking out in the hallway. And we get another one here where he's like, Oh, she probably thinks I'm a freak. And Ben's like, No, she doesn't. And we immediately go to Felicity recording a message to Sally saying, Noel is such a freak. <laughs> So it's just, it's really well done, I thought. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so eventually it turns out Elena gives Felicity her system, which is like, you know, Elena, you're such a queen. We love you so much. Um, and and suddenly she's like, oh, and then, like, that was, you know, that was everything. We all kind of, we studied. We get, like, Christmas music playing. And she says like. I that, have a like- special report. Oh, yes. What's the special report?
2: Elena has not only regular m ms but maybe peanut m ms or peanut butter m ms Oh, well, so then, then you can't, can't shade her tell. system anymore. I can't tell, but there's definitely larger M&M's, and I'm curious what
1: it is. Okay. Uh. Well felicity says everyone everyone is studying everyone's working hard and my favorite is this man who puts up a sign that says during this time absolute silence is required and he stares felicity down
2: (laughs) (laughs) she's such a bad reputation
1: i mean obviously (laughs) earned
2: earned but she does yeah
1: Yeah, i I was
3: trying to figure out if that was still in the library if that was in the dorms at that point in time because i feel like putting that star sign up feels like more of like a need to be quiet on the dorms, like quiet hours on the dorm floors than anything else. Uh, Cause we had that in our dorms, like during finals week, there were quiet hours. Cause uh, one of my good friends, he uh, got in trouble for playing his music too loud. Like it was about, like kind of an hour where you could have like noise. And so he's like cranking his music up and then quiet hour started and he didn't turn his music down oh fast gosh. enough. And they got written up and he had to go before the judicial board to get, you know, uh, you know, some sort of punishment. And so his punishment was he had to like put up, like make signs to put up to encourage people to, to keep quiet hours. Oh so my God. So the sign that he made read, to keep the bliss, mighty base you must miss. But he capitalized the letters <laughs> to spell kiss my ass. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh my <laughs> okay. God.
1: Iconic. I love it. That's incredible.
3: So shout out to Ray.
1: Oh my gosh. Ray. Um, So then noel does something that is just so awful you should not do this to a person felicity is taking her final you do in that little blue book that we're all familiar with and noel walks by the classroom and it's like i need to talk to you and she rightfully says i'm in a final <laughs> like, what do you want he's like yeah. please uh and so she goes up to the i don't know if it's a ta or what but she goes up and she's just like, oh, I know it's probably against the rules. And you can say no, but can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, well, technically no, but you're cute. And she's like, ew, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I, I was really like, liked. yes, Felicity. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then he goes, oh, I'm kidding. And I'm like, right. maybe you shouldn't though.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing says 90s more than TA, like sexually propositioning a student. So and help me then... God
1: if we get another professor-student relationship, Todd, <laughs> I will It's, it's a screen. TA. It's so different.
3: Yeah, Ugh. but I, I his, like I'm just kidding like, it smacks of oh yeah no I was serious but now you're getting in, I'm going to get in trouble so yeah, yeah. no I kidding. Yeah.
1: yeah. so she she does go out there and talks to him and apparently his uncle has died. He took a term for the worst and so now he needs to leave. Um and uh and she does say I heard about the smart pattern. He says don't ever eat anything Megan gives you forever. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, wasn't going to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he says, I have to leave in two hours. You know, I wanted to see you because he was like very panicked about figuring out what they were defining it. However, like cause he was like afraid basically that if they didn't figure it out before they left for Christmas, that it might just be gone when they get back. And he says, But that's stupid. And I really love this speech that he gives. He says, like, we're not just a passing opportunity, we don't need to rush. Um, and even with if that means knowing I'm suffering a whole month, knowing that you and Ben are in the same city. Whatever we are, I love what we are, and we can figure it out in January. And they have like a very cute little kiss, and I thought this was a pretty decent speech, even though I'm like, stop bringing Ben's name into the conversation. <laughs> stop bringing him up, Noel. Oof. Yeah. I um. I also,
2: I, I mean, like it's okay. Like I feel as though, um, I don't know. I, they're they're just trying to figure out their love. It's so new and so fragile. Yeah it's delicate, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And bringing, bringing up Ben may, might not be the best thing, but to be fair, not too long ago, he had to draw a line to keep her from even talking to him about Ben. So Ben has been like a cornerstone of their relationship, sadly. So it's understandable that Noel is a little freaked out and a little nervous about all of that. Because again, this woman changed her plans, moved across the country to stalk this guy who wrote in her yearbook once so Mm -hmm. yeah uh, noel knows every crazy thing felicity has done for ben and to ben because she has told noel every crazy thing she has done to and for ben so i mean it's it's not great that he's but i can't blame him for being nervous and neurotic about it because he's he's seen the receipts
1: yeah yeah he he knows that's true um and so they decide okay not to worry like i'm gonna leave uh and she goes and finishes her final and she says like oh, okay before i knew it like finals were open or done and it was time to go home so she calls ben because they are post- supposed to be sharing a cab together to go to the airport to go home and the camera like just it's just shows ben laying in bed and so he picks up the phone uh and he's like oh i changed my mind i'm gonna stay in new york instead and they we get this like um moment where it's basically a a a reminder of the first the very first episode where he says i want to see this place with snow um which is like a thing they had bonded on in the first episode and uh and he's like she's like oh okay i guess i'll just see you when i get back then and she does look like weirdly disappointed i don't know i can't tell like she does look like she's a little disappointed that they're not going to share a cab together which okay sure fine whatever i don't know
2: i think it's like you know for me it's kind of like last time noel was like oh i'm not doing this plan she changed her entire plans like you know last time noel was like i'm staying here she changed her entire plans and i thought it was like showed growth and actual interest in noel that when she heard ben's plans was and he was staying like she was she essentially just like let him go she was like okay like see you later and like i kind of feel like that shows like a very like interesting distinction between Her feelings between these two guys because when noel was staying she felt like she had to stay i know the julie thing was going on too but um i think that noel and the hannah thing is also part of it but um i think i think that it was like an interesting comparison between two episodes
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's fair um and when ben settles back into bed who's there next to him but Julie and she has it's very weird because she has a kind of like she looks bothered like sad or upset I think like her face it, she looks a little upset and it does seem a little awkward as he like goes to settle back in next to her but it's like oh they hooked up Ooh, I can't wait to see how this all falls apart very soon because we know it's <laughs> going to
3: yeah, yeah. Her her facial expression is like really interesting. Like I was like trying to like interpret what exactly does that facial expression mean? Because yeah, she liked Ben uh, b- before and everything and she was gonna go after him. And then the jackass got involved and everything went down with him. And it's been it's been a little while now. So you know, she's like now it's like feeling comfortable enough to to get with Ben, but I think. There might be a little bit of regret of like maybe it was too soon. Maybe she got into this a little bit too soon after the trauma she went into, you know, and that's didn't what I was
1: wondering. How if, it was
3: going to affect her.
1: Yeah, that's what I was wondering is like, did that have something to do with it? I think it's also interesting that while we're seeing all of this, we get the Sally voiceover, which again, Sally, I don't care about you, but it's fine. Uh, where she says that uh, seems like every time you think you figured out what something is it uh it just becomes something else which is interesting you know what i mean it's not it's not like oh yay happy days uh it's yeah i don't know i don't know sarah what do you think about this Mm,
2: i don't know if i think about it you don't (laughs) that's
1: it (laughs) (laughs) well something's gonna happen felicity's heading home she's wearing a terrible hat That should never be on her head ever again. Um, And that's the end of our episode. And that is like the end of the first half of like the season before they went on winter break when it originally aired. So it was like kind of leaving it off like a big (gasps) thing, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like,
2: is with Noel, Noel's with Felicity. Why can't Julie and Ben do what they want to do?
1: Because Felicity's gonna have a problem with it. That's why we all know it. So, why had two Felicity episodes should thinking, get a life. How I about like that? Felicity for two episodes, apparently it's all gonna go to shit in the next episode. I guarantee it.
3: <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh,
1: no.
3: I think the last couple episodes have been probably like the two of the strongest episodes of the yeah. show since the pilot. I think the Thanksgiving episode, like Jess and I talked about this a little bit in the you know, uh, chats, like, cause she was like, yeah, I can't believe no one asked to be a guest on the Thanksgiving episode on the podcast. And I told her like, I act after watching the Thanksgiving episode, I kind of wish I had asked to be on for that episode. Cause I feel like it's the ep- first episode where everything really is gelling. Like Felicity yeah, is now yeah. past, past like the, the super crazy stalker stuff. But it was also like pretty much the entire main cast is together for the first time, in one place, all interacting, and I, I feel like that's where the show finally starts to become more of an ensemble show. I feel like this is yeah. another one, like, it's a really good ensemble episode, because you have had little storylines with people in the past, but it feels like it has always been, like, mainly through the Felicity filter, and I feel like now things are starting to get, like, the whole Elena storyline with her dad, Felicity had nothing to do with that. Like, that was, Felicity was not interfering in that storyline in any way, shape, or form, whereas before most elena stuff like felicity was interfering or noel was interfering but this is just elena and her dad last episode and i think this is where the show is starting to maybe go okay it doesn't have to be about stalker girl anymore we can have these other characters we can put the spotlight on them and it's a really great cast of characters really great cast of actors and i think this is probably the point like i said this episode really like lives in my memory for like the the college experience at all but i think this point in the show is where it really starts to find its footing and become the show that I really came to love when it was first airing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. I think the past two have been definitely the top two for me. I still think I like the Thanksgiving episode a little bit more just because we got to see like oh, all the characters together. Definitely. Um, but I did really like this episode, especially we get like the drama, we get all the kisses, you know, figuring out the relationship, all that Um, But we do have some feedback to listen to. So let's see what Temi has to say about this episode.
4: Hi, ladies. You know how Scott Speedman, Ben, nearly always smiles after he finishes his line?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's
4: like Josh Jackson with the smallest of chuckles during his lines. You know, both characters are charming, somewhat bad at school, and like fights. You'll see.
0: Like fights.
4: Noel is like this big idiot in this episode. And is Megan a witch? I mean, asking Noel to concoct a new age brew in a solo cup. Is Sean a fruit pimp? Uh, Julie selling fruit is shades of Britta and Annie raising money uh, for the Gulf oil spill.
1: That's really funny,
4: yeah. Uh, the lesson from that community episode and this episode is that. Some men cannot think straight in front of beautiful women. And even before Noel took the smart powder, he was on a drug.
2: Love. Yeah. Thanks. The love drug.
1: This is so funny to me because I love that Tammy was making a comparison between Ben and Pacey when I was saying, oh, Noel and Pacey are, are similar. So that's so interesting. I love that. Uh, Megan is definitely a witch, right? <laughs> Just a little black magic. Just a little black magic. um Okay, we also, of course, have a voicemail from DBK. So let's see what he has to say. I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so sad, DBK, if you love Richard and I trashed this podcast.
3: I can hope
1: coming. Let's see what happens.
0: What up, though, ladies? All right, finally, it happened. It was finals. It was right in front of you. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I should have knew it, but I guess you didn't. But this episode, we get the king. We get Richard. (laughs) Richard (laughs) is finally on Felicity. Richard is one of my favorite characters. (laughs) He's so funny. He's uh, he's just... So, you're unfit to be an RA, Noel. You're just (laughs) unfit don't give me the clinton excuse oh he's so good he's so good uh yeah just a great episode i just wanted to talk about richard i'm like i can't believe other people like richard is this who linda was talking about are we the same person i don't know it's crazy um yeah just good stuff Uh, i love nolan the smart powder funny stuff uh yeah i just can't wait to hear you guys talk about it uh
1: hi librarian
3: and uh yeah until next week ladies, peace um,
1: <laughs> <Right>. hi dbk <laughs> i am so sorry dbk i hope richard improves but like you have to admit that using a barbecue grill indoors with a charcoal barbecue grill indoors in a dorm is un- unhinged but you can't say he's not funny Oh, I listen, I gave him the shout-out for the Clinton line. I thought that was so funny. And I especially loved when he stood up in the quiet room and is like, <laughs> You are unfit to be an RA. Yeah.
3: That so was I,
0: great.
3: So I think like if you were moved or like changed what the, the transgression was, I think you would have loved Richard in this episode because there's lots of really funny Richard lines. I think Yeah, you,
1: exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was, you know, not the smartest thing in the world, but it didn't uh, affect my enjoyment of Richard as a character, so.
1: Yeah. um, So that's all the feedback we have, of course, if you want to send any in, shit dot com is where you can leave us a voicemail. We have an, a Gmail, uh, shit 90 at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Oh, we love getting feedback. It's so much fun um sarah do you want to know oh we have to sorry before i do this because i don't want to forget again we never awarded a winner last episode for thanksgiving and then obviously we also have to award a winner for uh this episode finally so yeah um i honestly i was toying with the idea i mean we can't give it to hannah like she's not going to be around that feels like a waste of a point
2: yeah so then you're going to have to just like give it to the person that's closest to hannah which is noel no, right. no, 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 no.
1: Oh, okay. he, he cheated on his girlfriend, oh. absolutely not. Okay. He's not getting a point for me. Um,
2: I was gonna say it's Ben because Ben, I feel like, got a big win on Felicity hooking up with Noel <laughs> and getting her, uh, her out of his hair.
1: I mean, I guess so. I mean, it'd also be a little bit of a sympathy point because his parents do ditch him for the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Um. My other option was Felicity because I thought she did a really nice thing in staying back for Julie, but also we all know that she had like ulterior motives there, so it's a mm-hmm. little tough. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And and um, she did kiss Noel back after he kissed the. Yeah. First time, you know what? That He had a girlfriend. So you know what?
1: Screw screw them. Ben's gonna get the point. Uh. This episode. Okay. So for this episode, finally. Um, I think we have some options here. I mean, Elena yeah. is a queen. We love a study system. Yes, I like how she was serious
2: about mm-hmm. her schoolwork. I like that Noel got some like happy powder, and he got some
1: kisses in. I thought yeah. he gave a nice little speech, even though mm-hmm. he did blow up at Felicity. I thought he recovered recovered quite yeah. well from uh, that.
2: I think I'm giving
1: it to Richard. <laughs> Absolutely
2: not. I think that we get to put in our own votes, Jessica.
1: I've only been counting one point per pe- per episode. Oh, we've had to agree? Yes, we've been uh, in agreement this entire time. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> that I... You have no idea I... that we've been agreeing okay. for so the past we...
2: nine episodes? <laughs> you pick somebody, and then I pick Richard, and then Todd will choose.
1: So okay, pick that's fine. Fine, I pick Alina. Okay, Todd.
3: Oh, uh, I... I feel like this is a trap.
1: I feel like I am It's I'm not in. a trap. <laughs> I would also I could also be swayed to pick Noel, I will say, because I thought he recovered very well. Oh, but Noel, like, that's a great idea.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not, oh,
2: where
1: do you stay?
3: It, it was a trap. You fell into <laughs> Sarah's oh my trap. God. <laughs> to to, to no. Um yeah, I mean honestly, I was torn between Elena and Noel, like trying to think of who would I would do. I think I'd probably go with Noel just cuz Noel cracked me up a lot in the episodes, as, along with along with like having like the good recovery and everything I, I think there's lots of good Noel stuff even though he does do a couple of things that I'm not a fan of Elena has some good moments but she's also a, a kind of like you know tertiary she's, she's less of a player of her, that's
1: that. fair but I listen we can give our pool a point to Noel but I have my eye on you Elena I appreciate a study system with M&Ms and a reward system and I appreciate you offering to kick people's asses I appreciate Noel's big pillowy lips There you go. Uh, Great. So we've awarded our points for this episode. And now it is time for me to reveal, Sarah, the episode title for the next episode. Okay. And it finally is misleading. Mm -hmm. This episode title is very misleading. What do you mean? It is called Give Me an O. O. Yeah, exactly. You got mm -hmm. your O. You Mm -hmm. got
2: your O. Give me an orgasm? There's no way. That's
1: what I'm saying. First of all, there's no way they're having sex already. Second of all, there's no way they're having orgasms already. (laughs) There's no way even if they are
2: having sex, Noel is giving her an orgasm. That's what I'm saying. There's just no way that
1: that's what that means. However, I will say we also have a guest for next week. Yeah. And because of who the guest is, it also is making me wonder, like, do they have sex? Because I feel like this person would want to come on and talk about it.
2: Is it Tom?
1: It is Tom, our yeah. <laughs> friend Tom Hallner. So All I don't right. know what's going on, but maybe he's, maybe he, maybe I'm playing 3D chess or 4D chess. And it's yeah. like, and then he wants us to come on this episode just to get us tripped up about if there's going to be an orgasm.
2: I, you know what? The only thing I hope for is for Felicity to have an orgasm. I there want everybody to have a good orgasm, really. So if that's, if that's what's our future, then I fully support it.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm
2: so kind. That's that why. was
1: our episode. Next week is gimme an O. We'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Where can people find you if they want to hear what you have going on?
3: Well, thanks for having me on. I am sorry that you guys didn't get to talk to me about sex for an hour, like you did to, but uh, <laughs> uh so outside of this, you can find me over on one indescribable podcast where every week Adam, TV Lindy, and I are going through uh them TV shows. And right now we are on season two of Girls 5 Eva. We also have recently started a new project over there called Previous Little Liars, where we go through every episode of season one April of Little Liars, except we only watch the previously on. Uh, I'm the only member of the group who's actually seen season one April of pre-Little Liars, so I kind of walk them through as they try to interpret things. And that's Adam and Lindy and our friend Marissa are the three who are trying to figure out what's going on while I am trying not to spoil things, which is very difficult (laughs) at times not to react to some of the really bonkers things that they say. Yeah. Uh,
2: It's honestly been my favorite thing to listen to the last couple of months, a week. Well, it's been like a month or so because I've been listening through like only Adam's perspective. So (laughs) it's really nice hearing everybody else's. But I think it's just like a brilliant concept. And I also think that Pretty Little Liars is the perfect show um to do this sort of concept of only watching previously on swift so highly enjoyable um i really love it and if if people didn't know like pretty little liars is like um i think it's my favorite book series that i ever read and i really i was a prisoner to that show (laughs) every time i thought that i was done they reeled me back in i was there Mm -hmm through the trenches um, yeah. for like eight seasons. They couldn't get rid of me. So yeah. br- brilliant work. I really, really love it. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to listen to an episode of it in, you know, why I put away laundry tonight.
3: Uh, well, thank you. One of my favorite things while recording is occasionally I'll get an instant message from, <laughs> from Sarah, having heard Adam's had <laughs> a conversation, yeah. like, I can't wait till they find out about, x or y yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. no it's it, a todd it's a oh, okay. oh yeah yeah <laughs> of course that podcast is really fun though i will say because it's like a little bite-sized morsel because they're usually pretty short or like 45 minutes or under and it's just you sort of silly it's like very silly fun of like let's see if we can guess what's gonna happen you know yeah. so it's just I'm, a little I'm sweet treat it. truly it's yes, just a little sweet treat um you can find me at The Just Sterling on Twitter, you can find Sarah at Sarah Ferguson, but of course you can find us here at Shit 90s Pod covering Felicity Uh, which comes out on Mondays, and Buffy, which comes out on Thursdays. We're really enjoying our Buffy run uh, that we're on currently as well. And then, of course, uh, it's jam in January, so Empire Records already came out. And that thing you do will come out later this month. And then everybody gear up for Rom-Com Feb, because you know we don't even have to – we we can't even spoil it, because you all know it's Rom-Com Feb, baby. Rom-Com Feb. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to take off this year. I think it will. It could. You never know. Um, but that's all we have for you. So we'll be back next week with Gimme an O. Until then, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask.